0: This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruwich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act. So you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruwich.
1: Hello, everybody. Tom Ruwich here with the Story Power Podcast. Today's episode is called Information is always more delicious with a side of entertainment. As always, I kick off this episode of the Story Power podcast with a little story. Last month, the burger joint in Toronto added a new section to its Uber Eats and DoorDash delivery menus with items named after office supplies. You can order a basic steel stapler, that's a cheeseburger or the most popular side dish on the menu is braided hdmi cable it's actually french fries if you want parmesan fries instead of regular french fries then you would have to order the usb wired mouse on social media the company good fortune burger created video posts that encouraged customers to write off their burger and fries as a business expense You've ordered office supplies after all. One video that they put out on social media showed a picture of a stapler on a napkin on a plate with the heading, Expense This. Then the image flips to a picture of a loaded cheeseburger with the heading, Eat This. I think it's hilarious, wildly entertaining, but some people didn't get the joke. I guess there's a fine line between amusing marketing campaign and criminal inducement to commit fraud. Here's what one killjoy had to say in the comments section of an article describing the campaign. I hear they serve decent burgers in prison because that's where you're headed if you follow this advice. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Some people just don't get a joke. John Purdy, Good Fortune Burger's director of operations, confirmed his company does not, I repeat, does not want customers to commit fraud. He said, we just wanted people to have an opportunity to put a smile on their faces, and we wanted to let them have a little bit of a giggle, he said. Mission accomplished, at least for those of us who got the joke. Like this guy who posted a comment on the same article. They are just having fun. Great way to get a conversation about a delicious burger started. And that's the real point. Good fortune burger is having fun. And having fun, being entertaining, making people smile, making people happy, that's good for business. Newspapers are writing about it. People are talking about it. They made us giggle. They lightened our day. They're connecting with customers and prospects in ways they never have before. Humor and having fun does that. Humor and having fun will sell more burgers. Humor and having fun will help you sell more too. So here's the question for you. What's your recipe for your marketing content? Are you dishing out the same old dry, stale stuff that no one wants to consume? Or do you spice up your content with things that make your audience smile, that make people happy? And that, dear listeners, leads me back to the title of today's episode. Information is always more delicious with a side of entertainment. Call it infotainment. If you can inform and entertain, you're going to stand out. You will have an edge. You're going to attract and retain followers. You're going to sell more. And if you want to meet an infotainment master, you are in the right place because my guest today on the podcast is one of the most infotaining business people I know. Dr. Pillay is an educator, a musician, a best-selling author of an awesome book called Social Velocity, and the founder of Velocity Jam, where he helps companies and entrepreneurs land high-value clients through social media content marketing. Born in a war-torn African village, he has experienced both humble beginnings and the victory of the American dream. His unique journey has taught him what truly drives success. He knows and he teaches. It's not who or what we are. It's how well we free the story within us to solve the world's problems and dance to the music of our lives. I love that dance to the music of our lives. Every day, Dr. Pillay posts infotaining content on LinkedIn and other online channels, content that always delivers valuable lessons and spreads happiness. So, Dr. Pillay, I am thrilled to welcome you to the Story Power podcast. I am happy, happy, happy that you're here today. Let's bring it on. Welcome. Thank you so much, Tom. It
2: is a very distinct pleasure for me to be here because you are one of my favorite storytellers. And, you know, we've talked about this before. You've been on my podcast. I love the way you lead with story. And, you know, I'm a student of, of business narratives, storytelling, all of that stuff. So thank you so much for having me on your podcast.
1: Yeah, it, it's great. I've been looking forward to this for, for a while. And, you know, I, I, I've described you as a great infotainer. And that has really been going on for the last uh, several days on LinkedIn. You have been posting under the heading selling in America. You've been posting these videos on LinkedIn and, and other channels. Why don't you just tell the audience about the selling in America videos, what they are, why you're posting them, what the underlying lesson is, and and why you took the approach that you took to deliver that underlying lesson. All right. Well, thanks for that
2: that uh, setup. First of all, um, selling in America is a parody of the movie Coming to America, yeah. which features Eddie Murphy and a host of uh, great talent. It's a movie that was one of my favorites when it first came out several years ago, and they now have a, a new version that broke. Records in terms of viewership um, online in this new COVID 19, you know, Netflix, uh, Amazon world, right? Um, so, this particular movie inspired me to do a parody because a couple of reasons. First of all, you know, I'm originally from Africa. Um, And so I I totally understand how to play both an African just by changing my accent. I'm just originally from Nigeria. You cannot change. You you get it, right? All right. Uh There you go. That was, that was African play. Um, And and, um, I'm, I've been in America all my life. I'm an American. And so I, I have these, this duality. And so to create a skit with me playing two people, Um, you know, as a parody of that movie was just easy, fun, and just hilarious for me to do. Now, you've really made an important point about infotainment, and you've made a strong link between infotainment and real business uh, initiatives. Uh, I'm not really just doing this for fun. I'm actually doing this because there's an art and a science behind why, you know, humor storytelling and all these things work. And, it, and it, it goes back to the way our brains work. Um, for anybody who wants to geek out with me for a second, let me just share with you that we actually have three brains, not one. A lot of people think, oh, this is my brain. No, that's one third of your brain, okay? We have a logical brain, we have an emotional brain, and we have an instinctual brain. And, you know, many of us may have heard the saying, uh, people buy, uh, you know, based on emotion – and then they justify later based on logic. Well, there's actually a third. It's called instinct. Um, and when you think of instinct, you think of feelings like fear, or feelings like happiness, or get this, feelings that come when you laugh, feelings that are just I can't help myself. This is unbelievably funny. <laughs> you know, you're in a place of instinct. Now, if you tell stories or you you create content online, and you're able to touch on not just one, but all three of those levels of our brain, that's when you give people a full experience that allows them to be more open to good ideas, more open to collaboration and relationship building with you. So I hate to call this sneaky, but in in an interesting way, nobody who uses humor in content is doing it just for fun. They're actually doing it because it works in terms of opening up the possibilities in our brains to make decisions in the favor of the person creating the content. (laughs)
0: So that's
2: kind of the story behind that.
1: that. That is so awesome. And yeah, I don't think it's sneaky. We talk a lot here at Story Power Marketing about that difference between manipulation, unethical, and persuasion, ethical. What you're doing, the information that you're putting out in those videos, which we we haven't even talked about yet. It's so, so valuable. It If what you are sharing and if what you are persuading your prospects to do is of value to them, then using the techniques that you're talking about of tapping into all three elements of their brain so they know like and trust you more so they're listening more so they recall more what you're talking about all of that is in the service of helping them and and furthering their business and so there's i I don't think it's sneaky in the in the negative sense of the word it's strategic Absolutely. It's strategic. Absolutely not. Yeah.
2: And, 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 yeah. and the reason I bring that up is because some people feel that way. Absolutely. Whenever you tap right. into the science of the mind or, you know, the psychology of how people think, they think, oh, yeah, you're going to use a scarcity psychology on me now. Or you're going to, you know, the fact is psychology is kind of the language of our brains. And if you want to get things done for people, you have to speak in the language their brains understand. And so that's why you would intentionally use the psychologies around storytelling. Storytelling, yeah. by the way, has one powerful psychology that nothing else on this planet has, and it's called transportation. Storytelling yeah. literally lifts you out of wherever you are and takes you somewhere. I mean, it's an unbelievable thing. So if you want to help people feel different feelings and you want to direct their attention elsewhere, that's one way to do it. In fact, you said that we hadn't yet covered what that skit that I'm currently doing is about. Let me briefly give you what it is and tell me, tell you why I do it. Yeah. So first of all, I started it as an exploration of the difference between selling and serving, mm. which I've found to be one of the biggest barriers that anyone has to sort of, It's a, it's a huge paradigm shift that has to occur before you can truly, in my opinion, be very good at content marketing, okay? And a lot of us show up and, hey, we've heard of always be selling, always be closing, right? But the truth is, when you put that aside for a moment and focus on serving and giving and providing value, the amazing thing is that sales will show up eventually in a better way. It'll feel better for everyone involved. And so I use that skit to show these two twin brothers, me versus me, of course, one from (laughs) Africa, one who's here, uh, and they show up and they're both learning how to make money and do business. And one is learning all the stuff that has to do with sales (laughs) and the other is learning all the stuff that has to do with service. And that clash creates a great storyline. But here's why I'm doing it, because um, I think it's, it's important for people to understand what content marketing is and why it it works. See, I was born in um, an African war zone um, many years ago during the Nigerian Biafra Civil War. Uh, I'm going to take you back there just for a second and and put you in the the mind frame of bombs falling everywhere, people starving. No one had any food. I was one of those tiny little kids, right, that you see in black and white pictures uh, starving to death. That was me, and I survived that. And I survived that in part because, amazingly, my mother did something that has stuck with me all my life. In the absence of food, not being able to protect us from from bombs and and gunshots and and not being able to provide shelter. We were living from refugee camp to refugee camp. She did one simple thing. She sang to me. Uh. She told me stories. She would take food, which we didn't have, and put them in the story plot. She would take my name and put them in the songs and make up songs and raps with my name in it. And you know what that did? It made me happy. And that happiness drove away the fear, temporarily, drove away the hunger. That's when I discovered the power, okay, of content marketing. Because my mother was performing content marketing to her audience of one. In that moment, my happiness showed me that happiness itself comes before success. You can envision your happiness and work toward it versus how some people misunderstand Maslow's theory to be first you got to get the big house on the hill and then you then you'll be happy someday. No, 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 right. no. Right. You can actually find your happiness and it can lead you to your success. So in the same way, content marketing is a great and I'm going to use this word again, diversionary approach. Why? Think of kids who are, you know, in in the back of your car on a long road trip and the kids are shouting, mom, dad, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And they just won't stop shouting, are we there yet? You want to know something you can do to divert their attention? Have them sing songs, tell them a story, have them play some games. And before you know it, everybody's happy and we all get there in peace. That's the role of content marketing is to help us move away from the fear of dying from bombs and focus our intention our, our attention on on the beauty of a song or a story or, or yeah. a story so in the same way the skit that i do on linkedin or on social media is a simple way of helping people forget about sales no pushy tactics here let's just lighten up let's get the three parts of the brain working and let's just have you understand the message in its full uh you know uh, manifestation so yeah. it's a it's a diversionary approach to help people fully be present and understand better. That's what content marketing is.
1: Yeah. And it, it it's about the journey. We talk about that at story power all the time that, that really what you're doing when you're marketing, when you're connecting with prospects is you're helping them envision that journey from a present state to a better state and your product, your service, whatever it may be is the bridge that allows them to get from that before to after and that and that's what you're describing and and in the selling in America skits your brother your african brother starts out in that selling mode about me 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 my yeah. service my product sell sell yeah. sell all yeah. about me and what you're talking about what you teach your brother in these in these skits and teach your viewers and your followers on social media is, no, it's not all about me, me, me and my service, my service, my service. It's all about empathy and caring and giving. And if you can be empathetic and connect with your prospects and put yourself in their place and then help them through story, through song, through diversion, whatever it may be, to see that that better future to see the journey that you can help them take. Well, it's, you're selling, but you're not selling in the traditional sense of yeah. here's my product and service. Here's why you should buy. It's, yeah. it's really important and really brilliant. There's so much gold in what you've already laid no, out. I, here. I,
2: I really appreciate that. And, you know, imagine if I just showed up on the same video camera and started telling people, do not sell, serve. Um, that's the secret to, um, success. (laughs) I say it. (laughs) How how well would that be received? You know, but, and that's why I have this formula that I call head, heart, and humor. Um, the three H's and, and what, what, what I do with that is I map each of those to the logical brain, the emotional brain and the instinct brain. So if I'm doing a speech or I'm doing a, any, a skit or anything, even a blog article. I yeah. wanna try to include head, which is something to make you think, your logical brain, heart, something to make you feel, okay? And then humor, touches at the instinct level where you just can't control yourself. Ah, I like this, you know? Um, yeah. So it's very intentional, but I think the greatest storytelling is actually very intentional, but it, it is made to appear very effortless.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great, great point. And I love the 3-H model that you just gave us because I think that that for those who might go online and look at what you're doing on social media, you're you're a musician, you have instruments, you have a, a little studio set up in your home where you're doing this, and it might seem unattainable. I can't. I can't. Do what Doctor Pale is doing, you know. Make a skit, dude. Sing a song, you know. Do a do. My brother from Africa and me and split screen and all that. Uh, you know, yeah. you're yeah. You're operating at a high level. But what you've done in talking about three H's is you've provided a framework here for people. It, you don't have to overthink it. You don't have to do it at a level. Just free yourself to have a little bit of fun, to smile, to to be human, to use your personality to tell a joke. Everybody out there, not everybody, you're not, uh, I'm not, but so many people out there are so darn serious and they do just what you were mocking a minute ago. I am here to tell you the five (laughs) points that you need to learn about such and such. And, you know, nobody needs another treatise on content marketing nobody needs another lecture but the beauty of the things that you're describing the three h's the storytelling the the skits the humor it all is you know you're delivering ideas that you know in, in many ways people have heard these ideas at least in some form I don't yeah. pretend to be, you know, dishing out brilliant, brand new, original, groundbreaking marketing ideas. But what I do pretend to do, not pretend, I do it, is yeah. help people find ways to deliver meaningful information. In unique and entertaining ways that tap those three parts of the brain, yeah, and that get people fired up, that get people leaning in, that get people um, paying attention and inspired. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: and 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 the funny thing is that I love how you position this in terms of we all have the capacity to do this. We don't have to be, uh, you know, experts at music or some other art. Um, yeah. We all have something. And, and the way I position that is. It's, it's called profitable happiness. That's what I yeah. call profitable happiness. And, and the reason I bring that up is because we all have something inside of us that makes us happy. We have our special uniqueness and skills. Those are your areas that you can tap into for great content. And guess what? Nobody can be you as well as you can be you. Yeah. So if you show up with your unique stuff and that becomes what you use to create profit, you're unbeatable. And, you know, I, I get people who tell me a lot, well, you know um, you pursuing your passion is a pipe dream that, yeah, I'm not advocating that we pursue our passion. I'm advocating that we bring our passion along for the ride, Mm -hmm. right? Bring it with you. Because look, if I, right now we're actually in my studio upstairs, you know, I've got like seven guitars and drum sets and pianos. And I mean, if I left all of that behind, and just shut the door to the studio in the pursuit of business downstairs in my office. What kind of life would that be for me, right? That's and right. and how interesting could I actually be to anyone else? But when I bring myself, that's when the truth really shows up. So, profitable happiness is bring the things that make you unique, happy, fulfilled, and find ways to tell them in your stories when you're doing your content uh, as a business development strategy. That's the link. That yeah. way you wake up someday at the top of the hill of your profit and happy, versus yeah. you got to the hill of profit and you're miserable because the thing you love, the one thing you love, you never ever touched it. You never leveraged it.
1: <laughs> that that is such a that is such a huge idea. And as you were talking about that. I was thinking about how much I hate the expression "work-life balance." I just I, I hate that expression because implied in that is that you have work, and then separate from work, you have life. Like, yeah. No, no, no. What you're talking about is it's all together. If yes. if you can if you can figure that out, you know, there's work-leisure balance. There's time when you're at your desk. There's time when you're on a lounge chair and uh, or on vacation and leisure, but but bring your life into your work. Bring your sense of humor into your work. Bring your guitar into your work. Bring stories about your children into your work. It, it, it's all all those things that you're passionate about. If you can bring it into your work, you're going to be happier. I yeah. And, I, I had a boss. I had a boss once, Tom, that
2: said to me. We don't have time for all this emotional stuff. Like, you know, she was the she was the CEO of our company, and I have a tendency about talking about feelings and things like that. It's it's funny because yeah. you know some might say I mean I'm I'm obviously a male, and here I am always talking about you know emotions, and my female boss tells me we don't have time for emotions. That's switching yeah. the 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 faulty um, conventional wisdom, by right. the way, on its head. Right. Um, so here she was telling me, we don't have time for emotions uh, at work. Uh, you know, Pelé, you need to really just straighten up and stop talking about all this emotional stuff. I quit that job because, <laughs> Good. because, Good. because I have to, I have to tell you, and I'm, I'm glad, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for years now. I'm talking about way back, but I have to tell you anyone who can say that does not understand that we are emotional beings first before we're thinking beings. You know, there's a saying, um, I think, therefore I am by Descartes. It really needs to be, I feel, therefore I am. Yeah. Because the circuitry of our brains starts from emotion. I mean, look, you step on a, a, a snake and you jump up and you realize, oh, Excuse me, it's a stick. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a snake, but your mind—the circuitry went through your emotions first, yeah, before it got to your logical brain. And so we we really have to realize that everything we do is emotional, it's logical, and it's instinct. And so addressing that in all ways is is one of my
1: passions. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. I, I I mentioned a moment ago. I want to change gears for a second. I mentioned a moment ago. Um, your awesome book, Social Velocity. And I want to give you an opportunity to tell people about this because I've read the book. Um, you actually released it in uh, bits and bytes um, to your social media followers as you were working on it, which I thought was brilliant and a lot of marketing lessons just in that strategy alone. But I have gone through the book. I love it. I recommend it to others. But here we have the author of this awesome book Bestseller, and I want you to tell people a little bit about what it's about and how it connects to what we've been talking about.
2: Well, Tom, you—I uh, have to say—I really appreciate your your setup of that because you know so many of us do hard work. I mean, morning, yeah. noon, night and we don't realize that someone out there will actually take the time to read our work and uh-huh. and so i'm so honored that that you read it and that you have these feelings about it um you know social velocity i have to say well i say this about every song and everything i every r- book i write it's my it's my most powerful work ever i feel it the most i think it's my op- opus whatever yeah. i'm so proud of it um because i really put everything I feel, believe, and know into that book. Um, I was so fortunate to get it reviewed by Seth Godin, Mm -hmm. um, who, if you're into marketing, uh, he's like the godfather of marketing, right? He invented what's called permission marketing. Um, And so the whole purpose of that book, and this is why I'm so proud that Seth actually reviewed it for me and I have him on the front cover. The whole purpose of that book is to introduce a new paradigm that follows permission marketing. So if you go back to Seth's first book, which was, or not first book, one of his earlier books called Permission Marketing, he described a problem in marketing called interruption, right? So interruption marketing is when you go on the TV set and someone's... Putting a commercial in front of the show you want to watch—I mean, we all know that feeling. It's not very good, yeah. um, and interruption marketing he felt was not very profitable. So he introduced this thing called profitable. Uh, sorry, sorry, called permission marketing. And right. what permission marketing is is ask people to opt into something first, give them things to do that things that are fun, and then once they opt in you can sell them because they've given you permission. Well, guess what's happened over the years? Permission marketing has turned into spam. <laughs> Most of us now, when we opt in somewhere, boom! immediately someone's going to try to sell us something, one email every day for the next 27 days, literally. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just, it, and everybody's selling all the time. And
1: so that's how, to, Af- that's how your brother from Africa. That's how your brother from Africa. That's my operates. brother
2: from Africa, exactly. <laughs> and so I wanted to introduce, and that's actually their 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 uh their interaction is selling versus serving, which is the whole right. point of right. the book. So I wanted to introduce a new paradigm that would sit on top of permission marketing. And that paradigm is to slow things down, to get off of the selling and speed hamster wheel, and instead focus on creating movement between you and your customers. That's what I call velocity. If you look at the physics definition between speed and velocity, speed can be moving fast in one place, like a, you know, a, 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 on a what is it called a hamster wheel or a treadmill, right? right? You can be, moving, right. yeah, but velocity is actually movement. You can be, you are actually moving from place to place and without uh, movement, you don't have velocity, you have speed. So, I wanted to help people understand that being able to serve your clients and attract them to you, creating that movement is a more important way to do it than just spamming people and getting permission and sending them stuff all the time. And So that's the core uh, difference. Um, Doing that involves content marketing. It involves serving versus only selling. Sure, there is some selling. But it's a social selling that happens because you've served, not mm-hmm. in spite of it, right? Um, so I'm, I'm really proud of, of this book, Social Velocity, because, um, you know, just the whole idea of helping people slow down and concentrate on building relationships versus, you know, just how much can I sell you right now?
1: <laughs> right, right. So. Yeah, and a couple of things uh, we'll do in the show notes, we will link to the book so that people can find the book. The other thing I want to link to in the show notes is your interview with Seth Godin on your podcast. Um, I, it, it was awesome. I've listened to it a few times. Um, Seth is great. And, and I've heard Seth interviewed a lot of times, but what the, the places that you took that conversation were uniquely you you know, and, and um, so you have this guy who's the godfather of marketing on your podcast, but um, this was, this was Dr. Palais show. And, (laughs) um, and, and uh, I really enjoyed that interview and I learned a ton. uh, I learned a ton from it. So we'll share that in the um, show notes as well. So I've mentioned the book, I've mentioned the podcast, where else should people go if they want to get a handle? on profitable happiness if they want to discover more of what you're all about and really take their content marketing to the next level. Yeah,
2: no, you know, I'm, I'm all about what I call freeing the story. I believe mm-hmm. that every single one of us has within us some powerful stories that can change lives stories that, as you know, Tom, because you're a story power expert, right? Stories that just need to be released. They need to be freed. They need to be allowed and liberated, right? Uh, Allowed to exist. And so a lot of people don't have the tools to begin to share those stories. And so One of the things that I've built that I'm really proud of, and I'd love people to go to this, is called Velocity Jam, which is taking really all the concepts in this book, Social Velocity, and offering it as a software and as a community. Um, And the whole point is that it lets you free your story, meaning become consistent and congruent in content marketing, right, so that you can create conversations that create clients. Right, So content creates conversations, create clients. And so when, when the software sort of helps you manage that, creates consistency for you, and then even gives you tools where you can actually track the, the, how good your content is doing, track the conversations you're developing with business prospects all in one place, that to me is like, so if Social Velocity, the book is my one dream, that software, Velocity Jam is my other dream. And now we just got to keep dreaming.
0: <laughs> yeah. And,
1: and I have to say, I am a very happy Velocity Jam customer. I use Velocity Jam. It's helped me immensely in my content marketing, particularly on LinkedIn. And so I encourage everybody to go check out Velocity Jam for sure. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. And uh, anywhere else? Um, well, well uh,
2: my main yeah. website is, so it's funny right. because I'm one of those guys who like I buy up web domains once <laughs> I wake, like I take a shower. Oh, shower.com. I'll go buy it.
1: <laughs> if only that so, were available. If,
2: yeah. If, yeah, it's, <laughs> Hoping that that's going to be the next, you know, business yeah. or whatever. But anyway, my main website is <laughs> drpele.com. D-R-P-E-L-E.com. I'm also very, obviously very um, present on LinkedIn and then velocityjam.com is the software and I'm actually building right now, socialvelocity.com.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
2: that one, Tom, that was that was a that was hard work getting that domain name. <laughs> mm-hmm. But socialvelocity.com is where I'm gonna have all the blogs, the content, the information that really pushes um you know the concept of content marketing and social velocity into the world, hopefully.
1: Well, it it is a gift that you are giving the world. And uh, I wish we could just keep doing this for You know, I don't know how long, but uh, (laughs) we'll bring you back. Um, Oh, thank you. We'll we'll do this again another time. But uh, I cannot tell you. uh, You know, when I was on your podcast, I Uh I mentioned I came to that interview happy, and I think I emailed (laughs) you afterwards and said I started happy, I ended happier. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm coming to realize that every time that you and I get together that's how it goes. And, wow. and, and that's no accident. And, and, think... and, and by the
2: way, totally likewise, because remember that one conversation we had where we started out talking about business ended up somehow talking about music. Cause you yeah. yourself are like this total music entrepreneur. And yes. it's like, so this, in so many ways, I agree with you and I, I'm grateful for it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, well, thank you. Thanks for spending time uh, with my audience and, uh, I encourage all of you, go get the book, Social Velocity, check out Velocity Jam, connect with Dr. Pillay on LinkedIn, sign up for all of it, and uh, you will be a better infotainer. You're going to connect with prospects more effectively. You're going to be a better giver than just a push, push, push seller, and it's going to help your business and your life. So, Thank you again, Doctor Play. We'll see you. We'll see you next time. I really am grateful for you spending some time with us on the show. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com slash resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails. Download free business-building resources and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.